Welcome to Choose Your Choices Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Marquise Norton. Um, this is actually episode one of season one, so I'd like to do a little bit of an introduction. Uh, you guys may be wondering, who is Dr. Norton and how did I get here? Um, so I am Dr. Marquise Norton. I'm a therapist by trade. I'm also a professor at Hampton University. I work in the Department of Counseling in the Graduate School. Uh, in addition to that, I'm a therapist. I practice at Sentara Overseas Behavioral Health, and I recently started my own mental health agency. Uh, mental health has been a passion of mine, and it's my goal to use this platform to uh, raise awareness and normalize some of the mental health experiences that a lot of us are dealing with. Um, I graduated from Hampton University with my bachelor's in psychology. I pursued a master's at Regent University and completed a PhD at Old Dominion. Uh, One of the points in my life I'm at now, um, a lot of people call it the jump in entrepreneurship. Uh, So it's when you are venturing off and starting your own uh, business um, and you're quitting your day job. So uh, surprise, I'm actually recording the podcast from Sentara Obesey. which is the behavioral health unit that I've been working on. But uh, I put in my two weeks notice a couple days ago, so um, I'll be free pretty soon. Um, How did I get here? Uh, That's a great question. So I'm originally from the Bronx, New York, uh, born and raised. Um, I grew up uh, from PS16 uh, through Mount St. Michael Academy. Uh, After I graduated uh, high school, I went to Hampton University which is in Hampton, Virginia, uh, I pursued, well, initially, uh, I was an aviation major. So initially, my plan was to fly planes, uh, got to Hampton, beautiful campus. Uh, I was in the aviation orientation, and I said, "Uh, guys, I was just trying to fly. I'm not really interested in management of uh, airlines and things of that nature. At that point, I switched majors and uh, pursued psychology. A lot of people were against psychology, saying, go for STEM, uh, business, you'll make some money. But I knew in my heart of hearts that psychology was a passion of mine. Uh, I've always wanted to help people. Uh, I've just always found it fascinating how some people are able to get through things. And some people, they can go through the same experience and uh, have drastic different outcomes. Uh, So like I said, I was at Hampton University. Uh, Then I pursued... Uh, my master's from uh, Regent University. All my psychology undergrad, shout you guys out. But, um, you know, with a psychology undergrad, you can't do a lot. Uh, You have to pursue some form of, whether it's a a master's or a PhD or licensure, you need some form of graduate education uh, to be financially successful and uh, with a psychology background. So, like I said, I... um, then I went to Old Dominion and I pursued a PhD. Uh, one thing about me is uh, I've worked full time from. So freshman year, I didn't have a car or a job, but sophomore year, junior year, senior year, all throughout graduate school, all throughout the PhD program. Um, actually, when I was at ODU, I was working two jobs. I had one job overnight and I had one job during the day. Um I think a lot of my grind comes from uh, my upbringing, I'd say. I was definitely not raised with a silver spoon in my mouth. 
So a lot of things I've realized that you have to work for. Uh, I can remember going through college, kind of try to pay rent, um, you know, get whatever assistance I can. But it's always just been uh, you got to grind. You got to keep going. Uh, but let's go ahead and get into the podcast. Uh, so like I said, this is the Choose Your Choices podcast. Uh, today, we're going to talk a little bit about Deontay West. Uh, we're going to talk about the vision of the podcast, and we'll do an introduction of myself, uh, Dr. Norton. All right, let's get into it. We are talking MBA. Uh, before we get into this conversation, uh, today is January 26th, and we just got news that Kobe Bryant and um, some other passengers passed away in a fatal uh, helicopter crash, so prayers up to the Bryant family, uh, prayers up to Lakers Nation. Uh, so let's go ahead and talk about Delonte West. A lot of people have heard of the name Delonte West. He is a former NBA player. Uh, his career lasted about eight years. He was on that 2008-2009 um, Cavaliers team. But many people know Mr. West for smashing King James' mom. Uh, he was the teammate that uh, had the accusations, which were later confirmed that he was having sexual relations with Mrs. King James. I guess that's what you would call it. But LeBron's mom. Um, a lot of people knew about his mental health struggles. Uh, but for many years, he was uh, dealt with with laughter. You know, people were talking about him being traded around and some erratic behaviors that he's had. But... Um, Delonte did discuss uh, some struggles that he was having with bipolar disorder um, shortly after exploding on a referee during the 2008 preseason game with the Cavaliers. Um, in 2015, he spoke with the Washington Post uh, report about some childhood uh, trauma that he dealt with and some issues regarding his mental health. He discussed some um, self-harming behaviors such as cutting and more recently, uh, Mr. Delonte West was seen in the video uh, getting brutally beaten up in the streets of Washington, D.C. Um, and then it followed by a video which seemed to be taken right after the fight, which he looked really deranged, um, speaking to himself on the sidewalk. Look, he was rambling incoherently. Um, it's obvious based on the video that there's some uh, mental health issues going on. So Mr. West discussed... Uh, some symptoms of bipolar disorder. Just want to take some time to educate our listeners. So bipolar disorder is a combination of mania and depression. So as we all know, depression is when you feel really low. Uh, you can have some problems with sleep or eating and lack of motivation, loss of interest and pleasure. Uh, you could be feeling hopeless or worthless. Um, generalized depression. Now mania is a is a term a lot of people are not familiar with. Uh, so mania is uh, periods of great excitement or euphoria, um, and they're delusions. Uh, essentially, you have a lot of overactivity. So this could look like, you know, someone going, um, clearing out their bank account, life savings plan, and having these, you know, grandiose thoughts like, hey, I'm going to start this record label. I'm going to be bigger than Rock Nation. Um, and it's a really short period of time. So during this time, the person typically has like risky behaviors. Uh, it could be like, uh, you know, risky in the sense of 
violence or risky in the sense of legal issues or risky in the sense of promiscuity or risky in the sense of not thinking of consequences. And like I mentioned before, they tend to have these grandiose thoughts. But with bipolar disorder, this person, one day they could be manic, next day they could be depressed. Um, so there's typically no stressor. It's just more of a chemical imbalance within the brain, which is causing this euphoria and then depression. Um, so my question is, I'd like you guys to comment, how has the NBA failed Delonte West? Um, as I mentioned, it's been documented that he has been dealing with bipolar disorder. Um, and I know for a lot of athletes, once they're done in the league, um, a lot of their benefits expire. Um, a lot of people aren't thinking about longevity of health. They're more thinking about um, being able to perform in, you know, the national arena. So how has the NBA failed Delonte West? All right, next, I want to get into the vision of the po- Choose Your Choices podcast. Um, so the vision of the podcast is to interview people who have overcome different life experiences. Uh, I don't want to interview people who are currently dealing with them uh, because I'm not trying to re-traumatize or, you know, just uh, I don't want to get into that. But I would like for people who have dealt with certain things in the past, I'd like for them to encourage and let us know what choices they made to overcome whatever obstacles that they're dealing with. Um, I think that Choose Your Choices is the name of the podcast because no matter what situation we're in, we can choose um, whether we want to improve the situation or we choose if we want to stay in the situation. So we want to choose our choices wisely. Um, And with the podcast, I'm going to be giving you guys that therapy talk. Um, So when we're dealing with people who we're interviewing who may have had issues with mental illness or may have had some toxic relationships or may have battled some drug addiction, I'm here to give them that therapy talk. Um, You know, keeping it real, as DJ Khaled would say, that cloth talk. But Dr. Norton is saying that therapy talk. Another thing I like for us to do is I like to use this platform to normalize some experiences that some people may be having. Um, I know a lot of times when you're going through things, it seems like you're the only one and family or friends may not be able to relate, but I like to bring some guests on the podcast to which um, we could reach some people, man. Uh, reach out to us for help. Holler at us on drnortontherapy.com. Um, and, you know, we're just trying to change the world one day at a time. All right, let's get into our next topic of the podcast. Uh, I'd like to talk about young men and anger. Um, anger is something I've dealt with a lot as a young um whippersnapper (laughs) like i said i was born in the bronx new york um i was i was born in the late 80s but uh growing up i would say i I grew up in the the 90s and the 2000s so uh i'll give you guys kind of a demographic of where i grew up and where i lived in new york uh so my grandma she lived off of uh wickham avenue which is over by baychester um it's pretty much like What's the best way to... There are houses that are in the Bronx. There are not not a lot of houses in the Bronx, but this is an area in which there are houses in the Bronx, a pretty good neighborhood. Um, Fordham Road, I lived on uh, right outside of Fordham Hill. I remember being on Fordham Road when I was in elementary school. 
maybe middle school, but definitely elementary school. Uh, Fordham Road is uh, predominantly Spanish. And during the late 90s, there was a big uh, black and Spanish thing going on. Um, you know, you could be walking to the store and you hear Moreno this, Moreno that. So um, it was definitely some some uh, negative tension. I would say growing up on Fordham is where I had most of my hand-to-hand combat. Um, with Fordham, I lived right outside of Fordham Hill uh, on Cedric Avenue, and there was a park down the street. So uh, a lot of my fights happened on the park. Um, I want to take it back, actually take it back a step because I'm already jumping into fights, but we started talking about anger. Um, I think a major reason why many of our young men and uh, boys deal with anger by fighting is because that's the way that we're taught to deal with conflict. Um, so if I'm on a basketball court and me and someone have a conflict, you know, it's okay to fight. Um, if, you know, somebody does something I don't like um, in those kind of environments, it's okay to fight. So we want to be able to um, identify where the root of a lot of this stuff is coming from. I know for me during that time, uh, you know, my father's out of the picture, being raised in a single family household, uh, you know, low income. So there are a lot of conflicts I'm dealing with internally. So the second someone is says something or does something that, you know, um, I'm not really feeling. I think my first instinct was uh, to fight. I'm not saying this to act like I was the toughest guy in the world, um, but I know that anger is something that I've had to overcome uh, in my journey. So I just want to share that with other people. Uh, so like I said, I was living on Fordham. That's where a lot of my hand-to-hand combat came. Uh, then I moved to Co-op City. So Co-op City compared to Fordham was like, I don't know, Beverly Hills compared to Compton. Um, like I said, in the late 90s, there was a lot of tension between the black and Latino communities. Um, after Fordham, I uh, lived on, in Co-op City, uh, which is, I would compare it like, I mean, the Valley to Compton. So uh, Co-op City uh, is an area in the Bronx to where a lot of buildings in there are different sections. So there are five sections. Um, I really did enjoy my time at Co-op City uh, because a lot of kids were using bikes. Um, like dinos were big, mongooses, and high rolls. So that's where I, I was able to develop a hobby of uh, BMX bike biking. Um, really just going outside and hanging with your friends. But after Co-op City, then I moved to Furman Avenue, which is where I really grew up. Um, so shout out 237th Street. Um, shout out White Plains Road. Uh, shout out Reed, Shout out 241st. Uh, but that is really where I grew up. Um, I think one thing that our culture does, it kind of sets up a prison pipeline because if we're teaching our young children that the way to deal with emotional conflict is with anger and violence, then what happens when they're downtown Manhattan or they're in situations that are not in the hood and they're using violence. Immediately, they're going to be arrested and they're going to have legal action. So I think we really need to reconsider how we train our youth. Um, For parents who may be dealing with children who are having uh, anger issues, I like to make three recommendations. The first one is getting them involved in sports. So sports teaches two things. Uh, One thing, it's a way to uh, release some energy. But then there are a lot of positive um, models in sports. So you have coaches, you have assistant coaches. You know, you typically have older people on the team. 
uh, and sports teaches the uh, best thing with teamwork. So being able to work with a team, go to practice for the dedication, uh, you know, all those things are just overall great character builders. Uh, next thing I'd like to recommend is exercise. So uh, if you're a younger kid, it may be just running around the block or, you know, running up and down the street. But the older you get, if you're finding yourself dealing with anger, maybe join a gym. Um, you can do kickboxing. You could do boxing. Uh, you could just do working out. Um, just And the last recommendation I like to make is um, having them tap into a hobby. Uh, like I mentioned in co-op. I really started uh, BMX biking. Uh, it was like BMX scooters, um, like Razor scooters. Uh, but having a hobby that you're able to work on and craft, um, it definitely helps to relieve some of that stress that's built up. So I think sports, exercise, and identifying a hobby are definitely um, initial steps if you have a child who is dealing with anger. I'd like to thank you guys for listening to the Choose Your Choices podcast. Um, like I mentioned, um, please feel free to like, comment, and share. Um, let's support each other. In the words of Diddy, united we stand and there ain't nothing else. All right, bless up.